0: What is the greatest gift that we can give our kids? I'm Gila Ross, host of the Power Up Podcast. And in this episode, together with my co-host, Rabbi Samuel Ross, who also happens to be my partner in this wild and crazy adventure that we're on, raising our eight kids. Yes, that's right, eight kids. Look at what the greatest gift that we can give to our kids on a day-to-day basis is. We start with a little bit of a review of ideas that we covered in previous episodes that set the foundation for building a positive home where our children can, stru- can thrive to their strengths. Rules, right? That when we give rules... They have to be, and even if, if, if they are, um, we don't, we're going to talk later, later on in the course about when we, we actually like articulate the rules themselves to our kids, but for the, for like, even for ourselves, we, when we, before we are going to give a child or something to say, um, we, we have, it has to be something that is appropriate, something that's clear, right? That, that, that we, we, you know, we, 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 spoke about the difference between telling a child to be nice, right? Which is very open to interpretation, right? You know, I, I let my, my brother look at my toy. That was very nice, right? And then I yelled at him when, when he tried to touch it, right? Like what, 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 is, what does be nice actually mean versus rules that we put in place, like no bad language, depending on your child and your child's age, Um, No hitting, etc, etc, and that is very, very, very specific to your 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 family and your child and then as as um, what we what we spoke about is we, we discussed something called proactive recognition, which is a way of teaching our child the rules of our house and what we expect from them while building their self-esteem, right? To do it in a very clear and a positive way. So what we, as a brief um, um, snapshot, what we do is we teach it to them. We try and find those moments. We're like ruthless in trying to find those moments when they're actually keeping the rules and all that frustration that we would feel if they were breaking that rule, right? Remember when you you told your child for the 65th time to get into pajamas Happens in anyone else's house? <laughs> Claire. I feel you through the screen. I feel you, right? Take all that, that feeling, right? And put it into the time when you know, you see your child take one step towards the bedroom, even if they don't mean it. We're going to talk about that later. And you give them the, the thing. Wow, I see that you are starting to listen to me. So, I want to I start by saying I know these are crazy times, so you feel free to to be absolutely brutally honest with us. You're, we're all amongst friends. What we discovered last week after the session is we are all very, very, very normal parents who are blessed with very normal kids, which means they challenge us, right? And we are living in un- Unnormal um, is that abnormal sorry abnormal times so be kind to yourself but did anyone get any opportunities to try and put this into practice
1: not knowingly but i think sometimes i do it without even knowing that you do it do you know what i mean? like that's impressive i, I feel like sometimes i give particularly with the middle one quite a lot of praise for doing because of his age and I think because he's three and a half and anything that they do that goes along with the rules or that conforms you tend to just be so grateful that they've done it that I tend to just sort of but I found it harder with the other two so do you want
0: to give us an example with uh, let's start with the easy one let's you know um, um let's reinforce stand number two which is we're going to give energy to the positives right so what do you want to do you want to share an example of, of something that let's say happened with with a three and a half year old
1: it was just with cooperation more than actual rule breaking it was like there's such resistance when I try and do anything with him that when he did go along with doing something that I wanted him to do with some activity that they put on zoom I was just so delighted I was like oh you've done amazing work <laughs> and I just kind of went over the top but I don't I didn't really mean to do it I was just genuinely grateful that he'd conformed to what I'd asked him to do
0: right which is which is by the way the best the best way to do it right when, when, when you're genuine about it but you're, you're right like some three-year-olds are like that right like if you ever um if if they ever actually listen to something you suggest it's like mind-blowing it's like like, did the aliens abduct you and replace you with a different child? <laughs> like, what, what's going on here? Okay, great. Any, anyone else?
2: Yeah, we did this week, actually, um, because Zara's usually very difficult with her food. So, like, when she gets home from nursery, she just wants to eat junk. And um, Basically, whenever she actually ate what I gave her, instead of saying, something else, something else, which is basically what I get when I give her a plate of food. We, me and Dan were literally, like, so happy you're eating your food it was
0: ridiculous but yeah we did do it and how, how did how did um how did she respond
2: how did you feel about it um I don't think she took, took it on board to be honest with you but I'll keep doing it she was just like whatever just ignored me
0: and have you noticed any difference in her eating habits since then
2: or, or I think she knows that I want her to eat her food that i give her because I, I you know you were talking about boundaries so i basically told her that she can have something else if she finishes what i give her but she's not having something else and then wasting something else and then asking for something else so that is a rule that we're just not elect, not changing now like that's it right once one plate's in front of her if she's hungry i'll give her something that i know she likes but because i just know she's fussy and can't just you know change it's not like i'll give her food that she she doesn't like it's just that she decides she doesn't like it that night um so i think she's learning that 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 is a boundary now and she still asks but she's not asking a million times so i suppose that's better yeah that's brilliant and, yeah.
0: and I think also as we we've said um, a number of times is it's not a quick fix right this is not like you know you're going to say something once and then boom it's going to change right this is something and that that you're trying to implement and teach and you know this um um like i think that that's something else She's two, two and a half, three, how old is she?
2: Two, two and a half.
0: <laughs> two and a half is very, very age appropriate. But for mm. that age, is like, I want something else. You know, what, what else is out there? But it's, it's, a, it's a brilliant boundary that you're putting in. And it sounds like over time, she, she, will, she will learn it. Anyone else has anything to share um, about it? Sorry. All right. OK, so basically what we're going to do is we are going to we're going to to move on um, um, on a little bit tonight. OK, now what I, what the question that I want to try and, and, and answer this evening is. Um, how? Because we, 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 we can basically let, let me let me just kind of give you a roadmap of where we're going with this. Right. We started with all these these different. You know recognitions that we're giving our children, whether it's the Kodak moment, right? Which we're still trying to do. Just check in with them and, t- and letting them know that we're noticing them, right? Without without judgment, right? Like I notice that you're coloring, or I notice that you know you seem to be enjoying reading that book or whatever it is. We're we're, we're setting foundations that of, of positivity of showing our children that we love them and we notice them and that they can get our attention in in healthy ways and that the and where we're going with this is is that we are then going to take the because usually if you think about it i don't know uh, apologies to becca because i haven't yet um, um got you the book i keep meaning to and i will please god bring it to you but i'll i'll show the show it to the screen so everyone can see Right, so if you can look at page, I don't know what it is, 68, right? So you see, and, and you just need to see the, the the picture, right? You see that little kid over there, um, could be anyone, right? And you see that there's kind of two 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 buttons and you press the, the one button, which is the good behavior button. And don't like, let's be honest, right? For most of us, you know, every time i and once they once they grow past a little bit of three and they become a little bit more normal, um, um, they press the good button and you know, you get yay or whatever, right? But when you press the bad behavior button, right? Like just imagine the time they, I don't know, snatch the, the 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 toy from from their sibling and make them yell or they take permanent cut marker and color on your on your white couch right boom that's where they get the fireworks right so what we're what we're doing uh, with this course is to to change is really trying to change those habits so that when the child presses the good behavior button they get an explosion of and and i'm using explosion with with a long with a with a um a bit dramatically right because they're not they don't need to get an explosion but they need to get an energy a flow of energy right like that yay you know i noticed that you um that you know you you ate ate your supper even though you really wanted something else or you only asked three times for something different and then you settled down and you ate it and i noticed that that's quite hard for you right like and again we're being genuine about it because with with empathy, you know, some of these things are really hard for our kids. We're just trying to shift that pattern. And what we're eventually going to do is we're going to get to a place where we can we can fully shift shift the pattern that that we we for for the bad behavior, all we have to do to get that to stop is to give a small reaction. But in order to do that, we first have to make this much more energetic. Okay, so that's just a roadmap of where we're going to go with it. But let me give you a scenario, okay? And I'll give you a little bit of um, a scenario for, for some of the older kids um, um, and um, for anyone that ha- has younger kids, we can try and scale it for them things. But let's say your kid is doing schoolwork, right? It used to be that the scenario was imagine your child is doing their maths homework, but nowadays it's all the same, right? Imagine your child is doing your maths schoolwork. They do one sum and then they throw their pen down. They're like, I can't do it. I'm terrible at maths. I never want to see a math thing again. I can't do it. It's all rubbish. I don't know how to do it, right? <laughs> and, and it sounds familiar? Anyone? <laughs> yes, yes. Just just in this house, right? And you're like, hold on a second. You you know, your teacher told me you're good at maths. you you got like, I don't know, five out of... <laughs> in all of your homes right in all of your homes i have a secret camera <laughs> i am watching and i will use your examples in next week's class <laughs> right and you're like hold on a second we did or you know your teacher told me you you're 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 on on level with math we did something yesterday yeah you got one wrong but you got lots right like what on earth is going on here so how on earth do you get your child to believe in themselves. So I'm going to throw that question out to you. And why it's important is not just when it comes to schoolwork, but when it comes to all areas of, of, of life. Like At the end of the day, in order to raise successful adults, we, uh, we, 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 want, we want our children to have a healthy sense of self. We want them to believe in themselves. So how on earth do we get them to believe in ourselves? And I'll throw out a different example, right? Let's say you tell your your small child, your three-year-old, please put your socks in the washing basket, right? And they say to you, they look at you and they say, it's too heavy. And they cry. And like this is a child that dragged their, 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 their baby that's like you know three three centimeters smaller than them across the room while you weren't lo- looking, right? But their pair of socks is way too heavy to put in the washing basket. How do you get them to believe in themselves? Any ideas?
1: Well, you are positive. <laughs>
3: Well, both of mine are like that with the, uh, the maths example and also the washing basket. But with the math, things like the, like the homework and the schoolwork, it feels like sometimes I, I'm talking them down off a ledge, you know, that they've, they've sort of reached a tipping point. So I try to just calm them down first and then sort of say to them, you know, let's just read it together because both of them have a terrible tendency to not read a question Um, So just assume like the, it's like the worst possible question and they couldn't possibly know the answer. So like I always say, like, let's just do it together. Let's just, you know, calmly read it and talk about it. And, you know, like we've done it, you've done something similar or we've got a video we can look at, you know, something like that, just to kind of put it in perspective, you know, that it's, it's not the worst thing. and also like reiterating that they have to learn, you know, that we're we're all gonna make mistakes, that nobody's perfect and that you learn through making your mistakes. You know, I think that's like a really important lesson for them. Yes,
0: yeah. So you've raised a lot of points before commenting on what you said. I wanna hear from other people and I am aware that we are um, running short on time, but we'll, we'll- anyone else who I will um Alexis yeah go
1: hi um I do uh, do have my 12 year old who's um, who's very low on self-esteem very low don't believe in himself doesn't you know with all aspects of schoolwork, how he looks and everything and you know I do say so you've got to you gotta say one thing at a time you know not dwell on everything and it's not it's not as bad as it seems but I know I can't I don't want to deny how he's feeling I say, of course, you, 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 you can't feel like that, it's daft. Of all. But I have been reading, I have read in one week three books how to talk to kids so kids will listen. And this is how they, I've done it with sibling rivalry and with um, teenagers. And it's just uh, trying to take pointers from all the books, you know. But for him, it's um, I can't downplay how he's feeling. If he feels like that, then I've got to accept that and say, Right, well, let's, work, let's work from that. Then that. you know, it's not just like, No, you don't feel like this, it's you should feel like this, and you know, don't be daft. But it's um, not easy. Not easy. To, uh... So, so
0: um, Alexis and Claire, I think, also said this a little bit, which is very, very, very important. One of our tools in the five tools of parenting, and Alexis, I have to get your book as well, um, is is um, tool number three, which is no one can hear until they have been heard. Right. So, if you're going to tell, if your child is saying, "I can't do this. I'm terrible at maths," etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, until you have actually heard, until they—not that you have heard—until they know that you have heard, you're not going to get anywhere with that. And and, and you can, you can see this actually happen with 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 children. And the truth is, with adults with adults as well. I don't know if we discussed this earlier in the course, but like imagine imagine you're, you know your it's your birthday, right? And your spouse comes home, and you know you're waiting for the flowers and you're waiting for the gift, and you're waiting for whatever else, and as as they walk through the door, and as, um, um, you know, the evening progresses, it becomes clearer and clearer that that spouse has maybe forgotten that it's your birthday. Well, they only happen once, right? What's the best way to remember your, you know, your spouse's birthday? Forget it once, right? So, so, um, so what happens is, is you, you know, you, you, you realize, and, and like, they turn around to you and they say, what's the matter? And you're like, it's fine, right? Which is the worst thing, right? They, then they realize, oh, I've forgotten something. And you're like, what's the day? And they look at the calendar and then they suddenly was like, oh, it's your birthday. And you're like, yes, it's my birthday. And they're like, well, what's the big deal? You know, the Chinese restaurant has a special on tomorrow. We'll go tomorrow night anyway, right? Like, how do you feel about that? Great. Well not so great. So someone's sleeping in the doghouse tonight, right? <laughs> As opposed to your spouse says, Oh my goodness, I can't believe I forgot your birthday. Like, how could I do something like that? Wh- which one, which one do you prefer? Which one makes you feel better? The second one, right? Because when what when when we feel heard, and, and if we think about it, that one of the greatest gifts that we can give. To our kids is to help them feel heard, right? Is to is to actually listen to them. Now, obviously, if your child is is telling you, "I'm terrible at maths," it may not be the time to say, "Oh my goodness, you're terrible at maths. What are we going to do?" Right? But what we <laughs> at least someone gets my humour, right? <laughs> um so so it's that that may not be the right response but on the other hand what they're telling us and what we have to show them that we hear is that they are struggling with the maths and we can tell them i hear that you that you're finding the maths hard right and and um it doesn't address what we're going to do with it but it's it's the step number one and i think it's it's you know, it, um, it's, it's such a, pa- think about it this way. It's, it's such a powerful gift that we can give our children. That that's what I'm going to give you for this week's For The Home. But the same thing when, when let, let me throw it out to you then, right? So let's take it to the laundry example, right? How would we show our child that we hear them?
1: Let's say something like, oh, it's really heavy to you.
0: Well, let's see if we can do it together or something like that. So Amy, let, let me ask you the question, I hope you don't mind, but what's your, when your child who is saying that it's too heavy to take the socks to the laundry basket, what are they really telling us? Can't be bothered. Yeah, so how are we gonna show them that, that, that we validate, that we can hear what they're saying?
1: I think I do I find this example easier than the schoolwork one but again I just say to them like oh it's really happy to you well maybe we can pick them up together or something like that and then then you're showing them that you know you will work together with them at it right
0: right and and again like I I do realize that I'm leaving you here on a cliffhanger right because you know when when your when your child let's say says I hate my sibling right what they're really telling you then is you know, (laughs) doesn't happen in anyone else's homes, right? It's all love and like, oh my gosh, there's sweet pictures of them kissing as, 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 you know, as siblings, right? Like, that's all that happens, <laughs> uh, except I have those secret cameras, right? Um, so what they're really telling you is, is I, I feel like I'm so frustrated, or that my sibling is driving me mad, or whatever, right? And, and I'm not saying, just because we hear our sibling, our, our kids, doesn't mean we condone their behavior right? If your, if, your, if your child is going to, to say, I hate my sibling, and then smack, uh, hit them over the head, that's not okay, right? That's not okay. And we can't, we, we can't, t- and, and we, we are going to have to teach them a lesson, right? That you can't hit. But what we have to understand is that the first thing that we have to understand, the first thing is that before we can teach them that lesson, right? Before we can teach them like you can do this maths all right or you can be helpful and i am um um, yes i'm aware that we are running up so i'm going to wrap up here Um, um we need to get them to a place where they can hear hear us and no one can hear until they have been heard so the first step what i want you to to work on this week and perhaps not do it in places of conflict right because we I haven't given you the full tool of how to actually move them right so perhaps in places where where they're just talking to you right but try and and, and validate them just validate them so so give uh, I'll give you an example right if you know if you if your kid comes you know if your kid reads a book right and they're, they're excited to tell you about their book the, the book and, and they're telling you, just to, to say, wow, it sounds like that book was really exciting, right? Perhaps not to do it in, in the places of conflict yet because we'll get to it next week when, when I give you the full package of, of how you can do it. But it might be helpful even in places of, of where, where you know, you're trying to get them somewhere else is to say things like, I could see this is hard for you. I could see this is frustrating for you. So try and do that this week. Try and just empathize and, and hear and validate our children. Thank you so much for listening. I'd love to hear if you tried this out and how it worked for you. You can contact us on Gilar Ross on Instagram or via WhatsApp or message. I'll put the number in the description of the episode. And if you benefited from it, please spread the word and like or review the podcast. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today and have a great day day.